Welcome to the Raise Your Energy podcast. My name is Linda Lange and I'm your host and energy expert. I am so excited to share with you today a perspective that will help you on your journey with your inner child. If you are not there yet to work with your inner child, I'm sure you will be inspired to do so by the end of this episode. This is life-changing stuff. So, here we go. Instead of talking about what inner child work is, or how to go about it, I want to share with you a perspective on your inner child that will help you tremendously. It helped me tremendously in this kind of work. And that does not mean that you need to know already everything about inner child work or have done it or even have an interest in doing it if you've never even heard about it. Taking in what I have to share with you today will give you a pretty good idea of what inner child work actually is and what it means. Over the last few months, I have done inner child work for myself, but of course I have heard about it and actually learned about it already many times over the last few years. And doing this work can feel hard. It can feel challenging or it can be challenging because it goes really, really deep. Things that you don't really want to look at or accept will come to the surface but all for a good reason, for you to find the release and the acceptance of all of those things so you can feel more whole as your person that you are now, today, in your current life. So going through this work, I have found a way of thinking about my inner child that has helped me to take down any kind of resistance that comes up when I do this work. And this viewpoint that I will share with you helps me to see everything much more objectively, more neutral and much lighter as well, instead of judging myself or judging everybody else in my life. I want to share with you this perspective so it can help you if you are already on your journey to integrate aspects of your inner child. And if you're not, like I said, this episode hopefully inspires you to get started with this life-changing tool, the inner child work. We all have an inner child inside of us. And if you have gone through a childhood, which we usually do, then you have had experiences that created that inner child that now lives still inside of you. It's an aspect of ourselves that is deeply rooted in the subconscious mind. And that means that it's hidden to our conscious mind. It's not seen by our conscious mind very easily until we actually start to do this work. So the child that experienced the childhood that you had represents aspects of playfulness, innocence, joy, curiosity and creativity, everything we see, of course, as good qualities, good qualities. (laughs) And at the same time, this inner child represents as well the other side of the coin, any unmet needs, unexpressed emotions, parts of us that we hid from our caregivers because they were not approved of. 
And anything that we didn't get as children becomes unmet needs in our adulthood. And those unmet needs can result in damaging behaviors if we don't become aware of it and meet those needs ourselves now. Therefore, integrating the inner child within us, so bringing it to light to our conscious mind, can bring us immense sense of wholeness, of peace, of balance into our lives. And I love this phrase that I have heard for the first time from Catherine Zenkina, one of my teachers. And it goes like this. The world is run by traumatized seven-year-olds reenacting their trauma to find healing. I bet a few of those seven-year-olds come straight to your mind, right? <laughs> When you start thinking about that inner child inside of you and you start doing that inner child work, then you discover these unmet needs. You discover those suppressed emotions and you will realize and bring to your conscious mind those big or small traumas. Then you can easily fall into a trap of judgment or criticism, judgment of your parents for making you have that childhood that created all of this, judgment towards other caregivers that were part of your childhood and judgment towards yourself. Judgment towards yourself of letting this all happen and letting this still influence you, of carrying these traumas into your adulthood and let them still be alive inside of you and judging yourself of not being good enough to resolve these earlier to avoid conflict that you might have had in your past adulthood. The list can go on and on, right? And that judgment can easily then make you feel guilt, shame, frustration, anger, disappointment, and so many more emotions. And this is where the unique perspective comes in that I want to share with you. So you don't fall into the trap of judging yourself and judging others, which is a very, very understandable trap. When we are born, we are born whole. We are born complete, but without the knowledge of being whole or complete. If we would be born into this life that we are living here with the knowledge of already being whole and complete, there would not really be a point to this life and to all of the experience in this reality, in this dimension. So we decide to forget when we are born that we are whole, that we are already complete. So we can actually exist in this 3D reality with all of its duality and actually experience ourselves in this dimension. Then when we grow up, we are influenced by the people in our lives and predominantly by our parents. And because of our survival instincts, we try to please them or not upset them so they care for us, they feed us and they give us shelter. So whatever influences they had from their upbringings has formed them, of course, to be the human being that they are now with all of their likes and dislikes, with their own unmet needs and their own suppressed emotions. 
And all of that is impacting their behaviors as an adult and therefore as well as a parent towards their children. For example, you learn that your parents do not like to see you cry. So you stop crying and put on a fake smile, even when you actually feel like crying. Chances are that you still do this as an adult now, and therefore you have an unmet need of your inner child to actually want to be allowed to cry when you feel like crying. Does that make sense? Or your parents did not really cherish laughter or humor at home when you grew up. So you learn to be really good at being serious and hiding your joyful emotions from them. And if you are still someone now as an adult that sees life very seriously, you could have an inner child inside of you that is longing for the approval to have more laughter in their lives, to have more joy and humor in your life. And now, as I mentioned already before, it's very easy to fall into the trap of judgment. Give the fault to your parents for making you hide aspects of yourself that made you not feel whole anymore. But think about it. They did not know any better and had the same childhood experiences that formed them into being the person now and have exactly the same an inner child inside of them. And in our reality of duality that we're living in, of positive and negative, good and bad, black or white, it's natural to have preferences or a liking towards one or the other. That means it's actually unavoidable that in your childhood you start hiding parts of you that are not to the liking of your caregivers. But for one child, it's maybe hiding one side. And for the next child, it's hiding the complete opposite side. Do you see that? There is just no way around becoming less whole and creating those unmet needs inside of us, given the lives that we all live in this reality and the society that humans have created for millennia. Let's have a look at what needs to happen for this not to happen, for those unmet needs not to be created. Our parents would need to love everything. They would need to love for you being nice and for you to not being nice. They would need to love you being happy and they need to love for you to be sad. They would need to love you bringing joy to their experience. And they would need to love exactly the same you being angry. Everyone need to be in a state where every aspect of humanity, the good and the bad, would need to be equally accepted and loved. Just then would we not start to break into fragments of ourselves and become less whole. Do you see that? As soon as somebody close to you and dear to you expresses a preference for one thing or another thing, the fragmentation of your wholeness happens. It's a natural process. But remember what I said earlier, 
we let ourselves be born in this reality and forget about that we are whole, to experience ourselves in this dimension of duality, of good or bad, of day and night and summer and winter. So our whole being is aware of what's going to happen when we come down on this plane of earth and decides to do it anyway. So being the person that you are with the childhood that has formed you into the person that you are today is just the way your whole being decided it and sees you as perfection. And therefore, as adults, we now have the opportunity to remember that we are whole beings and to integrate for ourselves the parts that we believe to have to hide when we were children. It's not up to our parents now to apologize to us or make up for it of what has created us during our childhood. The only person that can meet now your inner child's unmet needs is you. You are the one to accept parts of yourself that you rejected before because you were told that they were wrong. You are the one to meet your inner child now and tell it that it's okay to cry when you feel like crying, that it's okay to ask for help and be helped instead of doing it all by yourself because you were taught to always be self-sufficient. Only you can bring yourself back now to more wholeness in your life, to feel more whole again. And you do that by integrating everything back into your personality now that your inner child thought was frowned upon or not acceptable or unlovable. We are all whole when we are born with all the so-called good or bad inside of us. All of it. And you can become whole again when you allow yourself to be what was deemed bad in your childhood. There is no need to judge yourself, your parents or other people in your childhood for you to have to do this work now. We all have to do it if we want to truly feel whole again. It just depends on you if you are willing to do it. Or if you want to stay the traumatized seven-year-old that is reenacting your childhood trauma to find healing and you want to do this for the rest of your life. It's your choice. I so very much love sharing this perspective with you. This is a tool and a topic very close to my heart as it can bring so much healing, so much peace and wholeness back into your life. And it's so valuable, it's just so worth it to go through the resistance that you experience because you might just not want to look closer. I get it. But the reward you are getting out of it is so immense and so beautiful. I hope I was able to inspire you to start wanting to do this work for yourself. Thank you so much for listening to me today. And with that, I deeply love you and leave you. Talk soon and bye-bye.